0: There are more than one type of strew waffle, Connor. There's caramel, there's what?
1: honey, there's what? vanilla, there's no. chocolate. No. You said Stroopwaffle, ice cream, Stroopwaffle, ice cream sandwich, and I thought that is as deep as it goes. But no, it turns out there are varieties of Stroopwafel. I did not even know this. This is a revelation. I'm going to name this ice cream shop Stroopwaffle by default, and I will offer all of my ice creams without Stroopwaffle in them, but you need to specifically request no Stroopwafel in the ice cream. Every flavor will be something that you can put into a waffle, and you can get the waffle with that flavor. You can get the ice cream without the flavor or you can get the ice cream with the waffle flavor in it. And if you want the not waffle, I have to instruct all of my employees to pout at you if you say, but could I get that without the waffle inside of it, please? Yeah. And so uh, while I'm running my waffle business downtown, what are you doing on the other side of the tracks?
0: Vanilla. All right, welcome to the Weird Question podcast, the smartest icebreakers from the dumbest dudes. Uh, As always, I am with your god of odd, Connor, and I am your host, Evan. Uh, So, Connor, would you like to say hello to, I don't know, the
1: fucking two people who are listening? I would be absolutely (laughs) delighted. I will do, I'll give my pair of listeners a heads up. If they give me a title like God of Odd, i become very compliant. I'm a very cooperative person when I've been given a great uh, moniker like that all right so seeing as this is a new
0: venture for um like every burgeoning 30 year old white man uh it's time to do a podcast before we die so uh for those listening this is a this is for people like us who are socially inept and Mm. never know what to do when there's uh, time for small talk so instead of fumbling over like oh how's the weather like oh do you have kids yet like no let's Get some uh, conversation started that's actually going to spur questions and most likely some laughs.
1: Uh, Yeah, so before we get... We're we're looking at all you Francines and, and Jebediahs out there who just never get their name remembered. It's time to be a little bit more able to be stored inside of somebody's remembrance. And if you come up with something more creative than how is the weather and are your kids dead yet, you will be someone that people will remember to some degree. And that is what we are trying to give to you. More memorable than asking somebody if their offspring has expired. I
0: mean, I said, do you have kids yet? Not have your kids died yet, but I'm glad to see where you're doing,
1: child psychologist. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, uh, Almost, almost, almost there. Not quite, not quite. There's still time. Who knows? Maybe this podcast is going to get dug up out of the internet and they'll deny me a doctorate. Yeah, I, I still gotta
0: I still gotta go back and put a trigger warning before the the first trial episode. Um, <laughs> either way, uh, before we get into any of the fun stuff, uh, have to ask the most important question of the day: How you been? Pretty all right,
1: pretty good. It is uh, it's tears of the kingdom period of my life that it, it it dominates a lot of all of my free time. If I wasn't doing this, I would be doing that right now. Right now, I'm thinking about it. I'm running through shrines. I'm jumping off of giant floating islands in my head. This, That's, that's going to be the vibe that comes out one way or the other. I can't contain all of it. Uh, but that is fantastic. It is a very good game, and I'll talk about it again, even though Evan hasn't played it.
0: Yeah, no, um, my partner just started playing it. I was watching it right before we met up. Uh, and all I know is that Link is naked and has a weird arm. So uh, it's got 10 out of 10 for me. Uh, Famitsu 40 out of 40 one of the only like nine games in the world that I've ever pulled it off <laughs> everybody's simping for Link myself included
1: <laughs> yeah love, um, love a story that starts with an amputation it's a very strong beginning
0: so in a similar vein um, Street Fighter 6 has just dropped and that is what I should be spending all of my time doing because I am one of the bad boys that have been playing the crack uh, six months before the game ever came out, and now that it's finally, you know, legal, and that I can um, play against actual human beings and improve my gameplay, and, you know, like, be a little fighty, fighting boy. I'm doing nothing but music. I am just <laughs> ignored video games. Um, The the video game that I have tried is Wind Waker, and that's dope. Um, Amusingly enough that it's Zelda. It uh, just do- happened to be an accident. Generations. Uh, but no, it's
1: generations
0: behind. Yeah, it's fine. I... I was thinking about playing ages again, but no, it's it's just been music. I've had these weird weird thoughts. I'm like, I need to puke them out onto um onto paper. But yeah, anything anything other than Tears of the Kingdom or are you just like is that all that Connor is now? Oh, that is more? that
1: is my life. Yeah. No, I mean I still work I still provide therapy to children. But outside of that it is Tears of the Kingdom every day all day. Okay. Cool. What a riveting start to this <laughs> i'm so i'm so glad that i get to listen back to this while editing and now Madness. and now our audience knows that this is the bar that we're setting when yep. we say these are questions that will help you start a conversation when you are this socially inept we're not just being self-denigrating for fun or just, just to make us more appealing more likable it's true that's that's the that's the reality here we have friends we're like popular in crowds I don't know how we pulled it off. How did we do it? You can too. If you follow these three simple steps, subscribe.
0: (laughs) Uh, We do not condone anything. Do not be like us. Be better. You can be (laughs) so much better. Um, What else have I got going on in my life? Uh, Oh, I'm working out again. Um, Nothing special. Um, I'm 30 years old now, so it's like I need to get my body into a maintainable shape before I um, can't and then can't maintain it. Um, so I've started exercising again. I'm trying to get Connor into it when he's back on this coast. But until then, I will just keep being stronger than him and hoping that that burns uh, the rivalry once more. Um, but something really interesting. I was watching a YouTube video uh, while I was working. I wasn't doing it instead of work on Friday. Of no, course, of course I'm a diligent no. uh, diligent person.
1: <laughs> Friday, <laughs> well, but, we, all, um, we all get our best work done on Friday. If you can't yeah, get your was, work done uh, on Friday, capitalism will eat you alive. Oh, of
0: course. Um, that's why we're doing this hobby for free, because I want to die. Um, so something really interesting that I I thought was cool, so I want to share it with you, Connor, um, mm. was that it's not always how much weight you lift, it's how you lift it, and that you can have a more strenuous workout with lighter loads. Um, if you're really
1: inefficient at how you pick it up
0: no that's how you hurt yourself so how you do <laughs> it is like you actually keep the muscles activated longer so it's mm. um it it the thing that i watched was from a bodybuilder and it, he equated it to like holding the poses on stage when they're all like greased up and weird and like vascular ah. but it's like actually like activating those muscles for a longer time is um a portion of working out that people don't do as much so it's like yeah you can get like the shape or like you know be able to you know fling around heavier weight but like by doing it lower and having more control over it you're working more of your muscles in a more strenuous way that leads to better growth with lighter weight and i'm like that sounds rad so i tried that out i dropped like all of my weights by like 20 and i i got home I'm like Liam, i'm fucking dead everything, <laughs> everything hurts like i hadn't felt my back in days And then, like, I I I woke up the next day. I'm like, ah, oh no, (laughs) what did I do? So, uh, proof is proof is in the concept. I um had a better workout with lighter weights, which was really interesting. And I did skip squats, unfortunately, because my lower back hurts, and I need to do more yoga. Um, but yeah, other than other than um, you know, writing shitty folk punk music and uh, going to gym i haven't really been up to anything i made pizza but i do that pretty frequently that's not really worth talking about
1: i feel like we're really hitting some great seo right now if we can throw in some tag of like workout tips like a little bit of like (laughs) homemade pizza get your dough going tell me please if if it was a sourdough crust we will hit internet fame instantly
0: no i actually um it was more of a wild yeast thing because i didn't i only had one gram left in my jar so i just kind of let the flour do its own thing so kind of more of a wild um, yeah yeast no it's thing. gonna be very yeah, funny when in lifestyle <laughs> sourdough is so passe we're on that wild uh, yeast it's delicious um but yeah all right so if we've got nothing else to talk about just checking in on each other which i mean very funny that this podcast is an excuse to check in on each other and we're actually <laughs> been a lot better about like calling recently so like fuck us i guess yeah, um, no. Every so, yeah day. so if you if you want to get some really bad audio going and roll some dice if you can uh go if you can roll a d40 for me, <laughs> me uh we just... can start asking
1: stupid questions and
0: uh get some thoughts
1: going Alright, a D40 Not something I actually own But we've got a, a D100 That we can improvise with Alright, sounds good to me over an 80 I don't know what to do with That's an 82 <laughs> But instead it's a 88 Yes, here we go Off to a blistering pace yep. uh, With a 99 <laughs> Jesus fucking oh, Christ, <laughs> dude Uh, 58, there we go, 58. 58, so that's 29? That's, no, we're not gonna divide by two, we're gonna chop off 40, so that's an 18. 18, cool beans, so 18.
0: All right, so Connor, what food would you do for an eating challenge? Quantity, not spice.
1: Okay, Uh, I do, I love the theory of an eating competition just because there's there's so many great strength and dexterity challenges in the world not a great not a lot of constitution challenges and so somebody who just has that kind of mastery over their body I would want to be very careful about what I'm picking here I feel like soup is too easy I want something solid something that feels like it turns into a diamond in my stomach if I hold it hard enough that sounds like protein man protein yeah just like throwing layers of steak on top of each other would be pretty strong but I don't I don't think so uh uh, yeah like protein but a little something extra on top of that oh okay barbecue buffet get some
0: big old saucy stuff help it go down a little bit smoother
1: oh yeah lubricate the protein (laughs) that's the solution uh no so I'm gonna watch the video like that once (laughs) Yeah, uh, we've all watched a video like that at least once. Uh, I'm gonna say country fried steak with gravy. Like, I want okay. something so solid. So we're talking like the the ground beef that's formed into a patty that's just covered in chicken fry coating, deep fried. Yep. Throw the white gravy on top of that. The sort of thing you don't get properly unless the person serving it to you has at least 20% of a twang in their voice. And they can tell you about the five years that they spent up north and then, but people just weren't as friendly there. That's what I'm talking about. I wanna wanna get expert at packing that away.
0: Here's the thing, when I was in college, country fried steak was one of my favorite dinners, but it's not stopping me from going, why do you want to eat hockey pucks? for a an eating challenge like those are the most fibrous cuts of steak like you that that's like that's barely even cow at that point that you're just gonna be chewing up and forcing
1: down like your jaw's gonna give out before your stomach does it's like i'll tell you i'm a vulture dude you know i'll take the the worst cuts and these are things like if i i I guess i could have been smart and said my eating competition i'll be great at at eating wagyu beef and then i could just <laughs> dine like a king every night uh dine like seven kings at the same time every night but just, that's just what's it was it nero or caligula who used to who used to puke after he ate so he could eat more oh you got to know it was both of them i mean if you were if you were a roman dictator and you didn't eat to such excess that you could throw up and still get a full meal in you weren't dictating correctly And we remember Nero and Caligula for their dictatorship. They did it right. They were terrible, horrible people. I'm just waiting
0: for Leah to listen to this and correct me on how wrong I am about any type of historical figure because I am working with a United States high school level of history knowledge (laughs) and that's coming from the kid who didn't pay any attention versus the history major who like, listen you know looks up that shit for fun and is like mm-hmm. hey i promise you i'm stupid i don't yeah. know why you keep doubting me you know but what if
1: if you're going to if you're going to mention fact checking i will tell you i i did graduate from a united states high school i have to admit listen I, i'm an open book and it's true i went to an american high school but i in that american high school i did take 4 years of latin during which time, I did get a couple of common misconceptions corrected. The first of which is that the Romans didn't throw up nearly as much as people think they did. They, people think that the Romans were big on vomiting because there is a room in a lot of Roman homes that is formally labeled the vomitorium, which yep. is not the room that you go to to throw up in. It sounds like it would be, but it's just like the exit... You know how food exits your body? People exited households. Romans were basically just off beef, sitting in the stomach of a home all day until they had to leave by reverse peristalsis. What is peristalsis? I'm so glad you asked that, Evan, because this is really going to crank up our SEO. Peristalsis (laughs) is the process by which you are able to eat well upside down. Your food isn't brought into your stomach by gravity. It's brought in because, like, think about if you had, uh, if you were trying to move a baseball through a garden hose, and you just yep. squeezed it at both ends and just, like, ran your hand down the garden hose to get that baseball to move through. That's peristalsis. Okay, so going back to eating
0: hockey pucks instead of wagy beef, why the fuck are you choosing chicken fried steak?
1: <laughs> I just, you know. I like gravy. I feel like the gravy will get me through. are gonna. I, I've got to think during every intense food eating competition, you run into the wall. The wall that runners pretend is there, and they're like, oh, once you get through the wall, you're fine. Uh, but I think that that's actually true when it comes to a real sport, competitive eating. And when you are face-to-face with God, wondering how is it that I came to this place in my life, I want (coughs) to have gravy sitting next to me, telling me that it's going to be okay.
0: Okay. All right. You are a horrifying individual. (laughs) What? You haven't thought about the comforting nature of gravy before? No, I haven't. And I'm also thinking about you covered in the meat sweats at this point. Because not only is it the meat sweats, you're also getting the grease sweats from the fried steak that you're eating. Because... The variety is like sweat. so, so much absorb absorb absorbent material in it with the fucking cornstarch and breadcrumb coating like uh, you're going to have some like moo juices and you're going to have some Crisco and you're going to have gravy and you're going to have like your own just like disappointment, just like secreting out of your own body into this wonderful miasma of just like death.
1: Absolutely. I'm going to have a medical condition named after me by the time I'm done with my career.
0: Well, I have nothing more to say about that, if we can gladly move over to
1: my answer to this Absolutely. question. Absolutely, I'm dying um, to hear, because you were oh. judging me hardcore on my oh, yeah. lousy, bottom-tier trash food. What is yeah. it that you, you want to uh, eat every day of the oh,
0: week? Oh, and here's the thing, I'm going to get a lot of shit from you, but I think it is the far
1: superior answer. It is going to be Jell-O. jell Yes. Jello is is like training wheels of competitive eating. That's what you start eating in order to learn how not to throw up whatever you've got going on in your gut. Oh, and that's
0: and that's why it and that's why it is. So the, the like here's the thing. Competitive eating is like I'm having enough abuse just putting myself in this situation of just like me and like I don't know like 14 other sad sad people and like maybe one chick because there's always that one like like five foot nothing lady on like the nathans thing you have and it's just such
1: like, a low opinion of competitive
0: eaters i do You're coming into this question with a heavy heavy heart yeah yeah i am because here's here's the thing man like this is this is not the first place that i would like to to spend my time like I like eating. I do not like forcing myself to eat. I have a small appetite as is, even though you don't think I do, Mister. <laughs> You're so fucking fat. Uh, <laughs> but like, no, no. I want I want Jello because it's going to be the kind of thing where like in a, a meat or a steak eating competition, where it's like, yeah, I've got I've got eight pounds of fucking beef in front of me that I need to force down. Like, no, this Jello thing, this stuff is going down fast. Like, you take Jello shots, so like. How many shots of Jello with or without booze in it? Who knows? I know I
1: can't have it with booze. I'll have. Competitive drinking, eating, really just yeah, right? bringing... That's that's maybe maybe you've got something here. Maybe yeah, this is how you bring drunkenness into competitive eating.
0: I'm good, man. I'm on antidepressants. I do not need that that bad juju in my life. I will oh, stick with my non-alcoholic beer, thank you. Uh, not anymore. Not
1: anymore. You're getting into competitive Jello shots now.
0: But this way, by having competitive Jello eating, like. Over time, I'm sure, like I just like with the consistency of Jell-O, you can fire so many of those suckers down. So it needs to be in a tight portion of time. This way, when I'm hating myself while competitive eating, it's only for like sixty seconds instead of sixty whole minutes sitting there having time to ponder and think. Like the only time that I have to think is just like I need to get this down. I need to get this down. And the reason that I'm choosing Jell-O is because even if I lose, I'm a winner. (laughs) <laughs> because what is going to spew out of me is going to rival a Jackson Pollock painting with all the different <laughs> colors and varieties of just bile so i I'm th- I, I i'm thinking is- this this rainbow this rainbow of regurgitated jello is going to be like you know, it's gonna fucking show up on like a like a Sunday paper on like the e side column, just like local local man throws up rainbow. Kids are horrified, <laughs> and like that way, you know, so like something positive can come out of this, other than like me having to like go with the other experience of putting down a ton of protein and then having to you know deal with the biological ramifications of my bad decisions. At least this way, I puke and I'm done. Gotta, so that's I gotta, why I wanna stick with me some Jell O. And who knows? Jell O is a brand, not necessarily an item. So it could be pudding too. And you know, I love me some chocolate vanilla. I, I guess that's true.
1: I hadn't considered. In my head I was thinking green jello. I don't know why I thought green jello would be the jello you would eat just gobs and gobs of. But uh especially if you don't do a lot of chewing on the way down and the jello can kind of be separate. And then you would just be like, sort of like the, the feeling that you get when you're uh, vacuuming up little pebbles or something like coming up the vacuum cleaner, it would be like that, but it would be bricks of jello just like j- going out of your mouth, flying all over the place, it, just bricks and bricks of it in all manner of colors. Uh, The the coolest thing would be if somebody would check to see if you would vomit it back up in the order that you swallowed it in. And as I say that out loud, I'm starting to wonder whether this podcast has any chance of success. I I know it doesn't.
0: And I'm horrified (laughs) that you're a messed up human being.
1: You know, there's something about the ability to censor yourself that might come in handy when you're doing a podcast.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm sure working on it but I also have a lot more shame than you do, even though I killed my shame a long time ago. I don't care how <laughs> I am perceived by people. I care how I'm heard by people. So I t- take that for what it's worth. But um, but I-, I think going back to the uh, green jello, I think it's because it's the color that I always saw at Chinese buffets. Mm. So it just feels like that's the uh, that's the one that goes that goes down. And like, I don't know. I don't know if you did the same thing as a kid, but I always liked to suck the jello through my teeth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's just I don't know. Turn it back into make me feel like a kid. Mm. Uh, but that—that's enough about that. No, it's not. Right. I think
1: you're going into this question with entirely the wrong mindset. You are banking on failure, and this is—you are joining an elite group of athletes, and your lack of respect for what these champions do every day at their place of work is, frankly, depressing.
0: All I know is I'll shake Joey Chestnut's hand, but I ain't picking up his tab. <laughs> All right. Fuck you. Uh, roll, roll us another one, bud. <laughs> All
1: right. All right. Uh, dice, 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 dice. Oh, did you put them away? Oh, put yeah. Them away like a mook? Oh, you bet. Uh, that's oh, a 52. Pre- Sorry. 52 is a 12.
0: What kitchen spice are you?
1: What kitchen spice? There is a great variety. Uh, to choose from. And you know, we all want to be garlic powder. We all oh, want to be definitely. like I'll that take was my you, first thought. I want at least a little and maybe a lot every single dish I create. But I I know. I know I'm not garlic powder. We can't all be garlic powder. Very few of us are, I would say.
0: I'm not I, I don't even have any Italian in me.
1: No. no i I'm, no.
0: I'm 100% American
1: baby. Boy, I do want to look up the origin of garlic. I feel like that could have come from anywhere on the face of this earth
0: yeah but i it, it, the just just the running stereotypes of italian food and garlic um but if you need more time to think i do have a response for this if you want me to hop in and uh vamp for you
1: yeah yeah make it happen because my, right. my culinary knowledge is lacking and uh how i fit into that world that's uh, it's gonna take a second so please what yeah. what so, what kitchen spice are you, Evan? So I do not I I am I am your your
0: typical white bread white boy. So I don't really have anything I anything fun. I can't do garam masala. I can't do like zaatar. I, it's like fuck me, man. I'm not even from the south. I can't do cayenne. Like I know I know what I'm about. My family um you know our our cultural history comes from Poland and I sorry, I love I love Polish food. I love Polish people. But when it comes down to it, there is no real spice used in that stuff. It's just cabbage, beat the hell out of it, and then it, you know, fried in butter. Like, if if fr- uh, if fried in butter were a spice, I think I could pull that one off. Mm. But no, so I, I need to go like beyond the kind of like levels of, oh, you know, this is this is your family, this is your heritage. Blah. It's like no, that none of that counts. Like that's out. I'm I am white bread, but I as a person as an individual evan onions i am an onion boy i love onions so much i will fight people um that i will take onions over garlic Mm. i love me garlic the best is when they're both together but if i could only choose one it would be onions because they are more versatile there are more options with it like i just i really really like them and that being said, my um, spice of choice would be onion powder because it, too, is kind of, like, bland and, like, whatever. Like, it, it, it you, you don't look at onion powder and you're like, ah, yes, flavor. You look at onion powder and you're like, oh, yeah, that's the shit that my mom puts on cheeseburgers. So... I'm fitting in with that vantage point. Um, I my apartments are always covered in onion skins because I have so many fucking onions in the house. <laughs> Leah's always finding them and being like, Evan, what the hell? We have when? Did, where did this come from? Like, I, 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 made some pickled onions. I just, I just like them. Okay. So, um, I'd love to be garlic powder because I use garlic powder on everything, but on almost everything I put onion powder and it does the same kind of like wonderful like rich depth of flavor and just, I don't know, it fucking makes stuff taste good. And it's still kind
1: of bland. So that's
0: me. Approachable, am, approachable yet boy. flavorful.
1: That's what you're going for.
0: Yeah. And it's not even that self-deprecating this time. Hell yeah.
1: Growing you know as what? a human being. I'll tell you, you know, I think that's probably pretty accurate. I think that on most days you would probably rate yourself as like a marjoram or a white pepper, but I, I think you're right. I think, I think you're more of an onion powder than anything else like a like Her- good in- herbs to provence
0: a <laughs> little little blend a little mélange yeah
1: yeah uh no yeah i think you, i think you're good in most situations i think i think at least a little bit and sometimes a lot very much like garlic powder but like not I'm, quite I'm as fl- harsh yeah
0: i'm flexible you can you can hide me in situations like i'm i'm cool to party with anybody mm-hmm. so like especially if it's like some sort of like southern barbecue nonsense like fucking load me up on that shit Mm. I just really want barbecue. I've been thinking about it for the past two weeks. Leah brought you've, up brought up barbecue, and I'm just like,
1: "You've been bringing up barbecue,
0: yeah, yeah." I want, I want brisket so bad. It's been it's been a while, and like I'm trying to like as I've said, eat healthier. So I'm just like, can I just have a big slab of meat, please?
1: <laughs> well, before I give you my answer, Evan, I do want you to know I, about- I had brisket yesterday. Oh, I had you're lucky a duck. Bangin' brisket. Uh, a couple of the other interns brought we we threw a barbecue, and it oh, was. Dope. Fantastic! I burnt a couple of burgers, dropped a couple of hot dogs on the ground. Uh, They brought time the fuck out. Fuck
0: you what's what's going on with you how's life oh yeah i've done nothing but play tears of the kingdom i'm just a zelda man like no you go and have fucking barbecue and party times with your professional friends and you don't think that i'm worthy of hearing that you're an asshole this is is an excuse for you and me to hang out and talk and you're like oh no i just like video games and i don't want to tell Evan how my life's actually going listen man. well connor i won the lottery or some shit
1: something great fuck you I'll tell you, no, that's just, that's where my head is at nowadays. I did get taken out of my Zelda cube and brought to a barbecue by my professional friends. And it didn't even register on how is my week going. That's how deep into Tears of the Kingdom I am. A very good game.
0: Okay, I, I uh, peek behind peek behind the curtain. Connor and I are friends in real life. Uh, yes. And he has mentioned that, like, he had to focus on his doctoral dissertation, and he's like, "I'm not allowed to play Zelda until I'm done with done with this." And I'm like. Yeah, no, that, make, that makes sense as, yeah. like, a prioritization and, like, you know, being an adult and getting your work done. I didn't sure. know that you're still, like, fucking 12 and just get obsessed with video games and just, like, sink all your time in it. I wish I were you, man. <laughs> I would love to be able to do that. Holy shit.
1: You should play Tears fucking of the Kingdom. Respect. You should play Tears of the it. Kingdom. It'll do it to you. You can't help will it. it. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. It's so good. It's very good. The the like the amount of flexibility that you have in playing this game. Never mind, I'm celery salt. It doesn't matter. Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> is so good. You can solve any of their challenges eight, nine, ten different ways. And every time you wonder, what happens if I do this? The game's like, go ahead. There's no, there are no walls. Everything is free and accessible. It's uh, see, so good. I, I think
0: I think I like getting too much into me as a person. Like. The I I am not good at making my own fun. I need I I need structured walls. I I like I like thank God that America is going towards a a fa- uh, fascist state. Like I I need that rigidity in my life. Mm-hmm. Also a fucking fuck fascists. It's a fucking joke. My partner's an anarchist. Um, I just can't even take my fucking self seriously. But no, I think I need a little bit more rigidity in my games than that. Like I I I don't know. Like I I don't know I don't know any like open world games like that that I've finished like. I've watched Leah play a bunch of Breath of the Wild. I'm like, that game looks cool. I don't think I'll ever play it. You um, could.
1: You could. The thing is, actually, there are loads of linear challenges that you can go into. But if you're like me, you start one of those, and then, one and then you branch off into a different one, and then you branch off into a different one, and then you branch off into a different one. And, oh, look, a Korok. Oh, I just picked up a rock that looked kind of out of place. And there's a fun little guy inside of it. He's here to say, have something. And I just do that all day. Okay, so before we go back to celery salt, because I'm not
0: letting I'm not letting you go off on that, um, I do need to ask you, as a
1: person who has played the game, how do you feel about the koroks? I love them. They're mischievous little imps that just want to be found. They're playing hide and seek with no seeker, just waiting for somebody, anyone out there, to take on the role, which is delightful. Okay. No, no, thank you. I. I don't know if I feel
0: better that someone else shares my feelings, or worse, that it's you who shares my feelings. (laughs) Uh, Because Leah absolutely detests the Koroks. She's just just like, oh, I think I'm going to find something cool. And then it's just another fucking yahaha Korok. I'm like, but the
1: yahaha is the best part. I love the little voices. It's the highlight of my day. I've never been disappointed finding a Korok. It's always a joy. They're a little beam of sunshine
0: yeah okay because that would that would be like i don't think i think my my life's time is too precious to play breath of the wild i think i have other desires with with the limited hours that i have on earth somebody but thinks
1: highly of themselves i don't i have it i have depression i Did, do not <laughs> then crawl down in the muck in the gutter and play tears of the kingdom with all of well, us worthless pests. let me
0: beat fucking wind waker first all right i've wanted to play that game since i was a kid seeing the commercials on toonami Oh, uh, do, do not let me take you away from Wind Waker. Another excellent game. Oh, that link is so cute. He's he's so fucking funny. I love him.
1: He's very um, good,
0: but he wears but pajamas. Before, he's
1: got his little crabby pajamas.
0: Uh, I, yeah, he do. Um, and I did use a mod. Um, that uh, I changed him. He's my link. He's the blue link from uh, Triforce Heroes. Nice. So it makes me very happy. Um, unfortunately, I don't have the I don't have any pom poms. to cheer with him yet but I'm hoping it's in the game Um, but yeah that was my one big concern about if I were ever to play Breath of the Wild is that I would become desensitized to the Koroks and that's a fate worse than death but going back fucking celery salt why are you celery salt I mean you're celery salt but fucking why I'm celery salt
1: because I think that uh, you go well on hot dogs (laughs) uh, I think I go well in a load of different situations but there are some people who just won't reach for me You know, if they're looking for a little something extra on top of like whatever they've got going on, I wouldn't be the first choice. But every now and then you're making a Bloody Mary and you're thinking, Ooh, what's that (laughs) one thing I really need? And I think that's me. Oh, I know what I need. I need a drunk
0: Connor whisper shouting at me at 10 (laughs) a.m.
1: Bloody Marys, they do things to me. There's just something about that thick tomato juice and the vodka that you just can't taste and just a little bit of spice in your face, and, oh, what's that? It's missing something. It's the celery salt. God, why don't I have celery salt? I should have more celery salt. And I think that's how I hope people think about me, that there are certain situations where they think, oh, there should have been more. Should have had him around this time. Yeah, he really would have come in handy today. There's something about this, this social gathering. Nah, just missing a little bit of Connor. I just, I just need someone
0: passionately talking about Tears of the Kingdom at me for fifteen <laughs> minutes. Uh, the so, amount of things
1: you can glue to other things—they don't. There's no like you can only glue five things. You just keep on gluing until you're to your heart's content.
0: All right, so my heart's uh, malcontent. <laughs> I, I have, I have more burning questions about our topic at hand. Um, so I'm going to go to the nicer one first before I just start ripping you a new one. Um, just curiosity about you as a human being. How do you feel about the, um, I don't know, let's call them bougie bar, uh, phenomenon of putting like meals on your Bloody Mary. Like, you know, Bloody Mary traditionally, it comes with, you know, a celery stalk and you chomp on that to just Mm -hmm. like keep yourself going. But like Aaron has told me about. You know places that put sliders on it you get whole Mm -hmm. shrimp fucking cocktails Mm -hmm. like even some sort of like like fucking like a mozzarella something because it's all that kind of like tomato adjacent fried nonsense how do you feel about that i think like i'm just gonna get myself out of the way here i will just take the this the side as the side like i don't need any fucking tomato juice in my life like get bloody mary's away from me like i'll take the slider but i think it's excessive like if i were to be in a situation where i wanted a bloody mary re hungover i'm not gonna want that kind of food i need hair of the dog and the ability to keep it down (laughs) like you're gonna be putting a delicious slider in my face like no fuck fuck off like i i have different pressing matters to attend to i can't enjoy
1: myself currently how many how many alcoholic beverages come with a serving of fruit and vegetable? I ask you. Very few. There
0: is, you can, I, all you I can, can think f- of is um, blue cheese stuffed olives in your uh, dry martini, which is otherwise known as three fucking shots of vodka.
1: <laughs> with, with just a little hint of nasty cheese. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll tell you, I don't order the whole meal that comes on top of a bloody Mary, but I want it every time. I like that concept. I think it's really fun. <coughs> like dipping a slider into your Bloody Mary, the way that people dip Oreos into milk. That's delightful to me. But too expensive every time. Not feasible in a restaurant. I think my ideal experience of that would be going to somebody's house and them saying, Hey, I got a little obsessed with Bloody Marys in the last couple of weeks and I got like these skewers and I got the ba 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 and i I'd, I'd be all over it i'd take five right then and there and see whether or not they have a guest bed i can occupy for the next couple of days while i recover from their like bacon wrapped scallop fry skewer that they're gonna put on top of
0: me just give me the scallops on the side i don't need the bullshit i do you
1: know what evan i'll tell you i really like bullshit especially in the form (laughs) of cocktails the more bullshit honestly the better if you can, if you could get me like one of the, like a spinning top in the middle of my cocktail, I would be delighted. Just, uh, man, um,
0: I, I'm just trying to think of like some sort of, um, branding idea that like marries crazy straws with like the spins. Like how can we turn crazy straws into adult alcoholic paraphernalia?
1: <laughs> I like that. Yeah, if you can get the fries themselves spinning and you bring your face a little too close and you just get fries slapped a couple of different times, you got to like grab them out of the air with your face. It's that would be a really new take on bobbing for apples. You can you can only use the straw if you have 1 foot on the floor. <laughs> You apply the dipping sauces with a little paintbrush that you have to, like, whoop, there you go. Yep. All right. Now, all right, somebody. Now, that one's got some Chipotle mayo on it. That one's for me. Okay. All right. Well,
0: thank you for, for clearing up and reminding me about your utter endless bullshit. But my question that I have, or more of a statement, is why the fuck are you choosing salt? Like, I am sorry, but I come from a household where salts are the most useless item in a pantry. Garlic salt fuck you. I cuz I need more garlic than salt and it is more salt than garlic. Like if I want something salty, I'm just going to take that spice and then add salt to it. So like celery salt? No, just give me celery powder and I'll have some salt on it. Like why are you why are you subjecting yourself to being a second tier spice? Like
1: I'm sorry, but salts are just unnecessary. There are other options. I guess I'm just being real with myself, Evan. I know who I am. And if you want enough of me, you've got to go through a lot of salt.
0: (sighs) I'm not even making a salty joke here. We're just moving on.
1: Roll the dice. (laughs) (laughs) That is a 39.
0: 39. Negative one? No, we're we're minusing twenty. Sorry, man, we are all middle of the pack today.
1: I thought you asked okay. me to roll a D forty. No, it should be thirty nine on the list.
0: Oh, it should be thirty. Oh, fuck me. I'm tired. Thirty nine.
1: Oh wow, this is one that
0: I'm that I'm certain that you added to the docket. Ooh, a Connor good one. Fitz. What's the best beer you've ever had? The best
1: beer I've ever had. <sighs> So many. So many. If I ever had children, you could ask me about my, my favorite crotch goblin, and I would have just as much trouble. You'd have you'd have less trouble. I know how <laughs> you feel about beer. That's true. Mm. I, beer and I have a lifelong vamp for time.
0: Uh, yeah. No, I'm trying to. Like, I haven't I haven't drunk in a while, so I'm like, what beers have I had? Like, I'm like. The controversy aside, I love Bud Light. I need a water every now and then. Just just give me a little refreshing bready goodness. Um uh, but I wouldn't say Bud Light is the best beer
1: I've had. Um Yeah, Bud Light's been doing hard seltzer longer than anybody. Have they? Beer seltzer,
0: that's what it is.
1: Ah, there you go. There you go.
0: Uh fuck you. Got you got me on that one. Yeah. Uh no. I kinda want a Bud Light now. Um but yeah, no, like I like, I like Guinness. Like that's a good one. I, I love meat course, uh, beer of the Kraken go Kraken. Um, I like credit where credits to some of the beer that you've made is actually pretty good. A lot of it's been <laughs> shitty, but I've enjoyed some of it. Um, but the best beer that I've ever had, I am going to give, um, I apologize that I don't remember, uh, that I don't remember the branding. I, don't i think it's like it might be two hands or two roads but two they have roads. a a nitro hard pour milk stout Ooh, and i'm going to put that on the record as my favorite beer um that are the best beer that i've ever had because um that is the first dark beer that i've ever had that i realized that made me go like oh wait i like this and i'm a big fan of dark beers like i've had a a Hawaiian coconut porter that tasted like a Mounds bar that was fucking delicious. Mm. But this one is very special because um I remember I was at uh, Moynihan's house and he was just like, "Yo, check this out. I got this. It's delicious." And he just poured it and handed it to me like, "Oh shit. That's delicious." And then like we spent like the entire summer drinking that. Um and then I was like, "Wait, I do kind of like the coffee taste." of beer. I should have more of this and then I had more beer I'm like, "Oh, beer's really good. I should, you know, have that as an option." And now I'm drinking decaf uh, black coffee because I'm a monster and I like how coffee tastes. So, I think um, the the Milk Stout Hardpour nonsense is the best beer I've ever had because it has opened me up to a lot of culinary delights that I really appreciate as an older man now. Old, not old man, but like older, as in like I'm 30 and I was like 24 or whatever beforehand. You know, time moves yeah. in a linear fashion, and then we yeah. die. Yeah, and you can. Is this yourself, enough time for you? You're, yeah, <laughs> thank you for venting. <laughs> Unless uh, you have any statements or comments, I know, I know, I'm the the host, so I do more of the questioning, but yeah. I don't want to be a dick and be like, "Hey, fuck you, Connor, shut up."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like 30 is the age where you just feel yourself losing momentum. We aren't like quite at the top of that arc of, like, virility and livelihood that comes a little bit later, but you can feel yourself slowing down quite a lot, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: as as Leah has found out herself, I warned her, but, like, shit goes bad once you hit 25, and I'm five years deep in that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep,
0: yep, yep. So... I, had to, I had to quit a job bartending because my body gave up. Like <laughs> What... We are not meant to be this. I mean, no. I had um, I had a physical therapist once, and he was like, yeah, no, the human body is one of the least efficiently designed structures. It's just a bunch of just, like, pulleys just working shittily. I'm like, great. Yeah. Why do I have headaches all the time? Fun fact, it's because I had depression,
1: but we didn't know it at the time. Hmm. Depression headaches.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That, uh, that well just never stops giving water. Anyway... <sighs> Uh, best beer I've ever had as I'm trying to think about what is a good beer. Like, what makes a beer better than other beer? Your Mounds reference to a beer reminded me of all the bullshit beers that I've had. And as we've established, I love my bullshit. If you can make me a beer that tastes like upside down pineapple cake, I'm first in line. I want to try it. No. I want like ever since it, anything that has the Willy Wonka appeal of chew on this gum it tastes like a uh, roast turkey dinner. If you can put that into a beer, I sign up. Yeah.
0: No, I'm th- I'm thinking about the ska festival that we attended in Philadelphia where you had that smoked bacon beer and I had one sip like this is the grossest thing I've ever had and you're like I'll have another.
1: <laughs> I I do love a smoky beer uh i think you know best beer i've ever had is probably uh the goose island Sophia. is i don't even i think it's a farmhouse ale but it's just it's like it's light enough it's still beer but it's got some extra stuff going on where it feels fancy it feels refined but it tastes really good you could have five of them in a row as I as I search through my memory and thinking, like, what would be the beer I'd be most excited about seeing at a party that I would recognize and carry forward? It would be the Sophia. I think that's true. That's what I'm going with. I think that still exists. I'm pretty sure that beer is still commercially available. I should drink that. I should I find that you, beer. You should get some.
0: Yeah, uh, I think... I need you to... Van- just keep vamping for a
1: second. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you got it. Yeah, I think I'm... Gosh, I don't know if I haven't seen it in so long. I feel like I'm preparing yeah. to call up an ex from years ago. Like, hey, Sophia, how are you doing? Hey, is mean, everything still good? It has not worked out. It has
0: not worked out well. I wouldn't recommend doing it. But if you got it, you got to
1: <laughs> Yeah, you know, I feel like, you know, she'd probably be waiting for me in one way or another. Because we all we both knew at the time that it wasn't going to it wasn't going to last. It was it was a casual fling. And, you know, no hard feelings at the end of the day, but I think that we could probably make it work again. You know, what we had was real. There was a spark. All right. All right, so,
0: my brain is shutting off, so I would like you to roll our fourth and final die of the evening, if you wouldn't mind, while I fill in the spreadsheet before I forget to, because I'm always forgetting to, Uh, Goose Island Sophia and mine was
1: that is a 100 on the d100 uh 64 is a 24.
0: 64 is a 24 and it is not done yet all right last question of the day connor Mm -hmm. if you owned an ice cream shop what would be your signature flavor
1: it would be something really dumb. It wouldn't be what I wanted. I feel like I would try really hard to make a campfire beer that tasted like, I don't know, like a little mapley, a little smoky, something just just enough. But I think I'd probably have a one-off where I'd just try to appeal to the crowd. It would probably be like salted caramel. Mm, ooh, no, you know what? waffle. That'd be it. Oh, yeah. Actually, okay, no. Now, that's something that I would want to make happen. A stroop yeah, waffle. It's got. It's already got the cone inside of it. Yes, stroop waffles are delicious. I mean,
0: it reminds me of the Ben and Jerry's, um, the Stephen Colbert one, the Americone oh, really? dream. Yeah, that's that's the one that Leah and I get. It's it's so good. It's because waffle cone makes everything better when it comes to ice cream. Like if you can have waffle cone in your ice cream in a waffle cone, like that is that that is the best like Oreo situation.
1: Um, of like good things surrounding
0: gooder things Um, that's right because if you want
1: if you want the cleaner experience of putting it into a cone but you still want the waffle it's right in there and if you don't want that you can double down on your waffle cone and get the stroop waffle ice cream tm 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 TM. TM.
0: yeah in your waffle cone no you, you gotta you gotta go one step further and you've got to uh waffle sandwich it up it's your waffle ice cream um sandwiched between two waffles.
1: how much waffle do you want how much i want all of it then you can I, have it come to my ice cream shop i can give you layer upon layer that, yeah
0: that's oh man i i went on a kick um Got it two years ago already, where I had never had a Stroop waffle before. I was just like, that looks really good. That looks really cool. Um, so I bought a variety pack off of the internet. And then I just, then my mom saw that I was like, I like Stroop waffles because I just mentioned it. So she was like, oh, I saw these at Marshalls. And then she brought me like three packages of Stroop waffles. And like, I, I ate Stroop waffles on the reg for like six months. Good life. Man. I haven't since, but like, they're still really good, and I still think about it. But we need to go We need to go further, Connor. Um, mm. I don't know pop culture, so I can't reference things. But like, I'm sure there's a meme uh, where it's like, we need to go deeper or need to go further or something. But I'm Inception. a dumb boy who does.
1: I'm going to go with Inception as a 30-year-old white man. I'm going to say Inception I, is the go-to culture reference.
0: I neither know nor care. I am currently <laughs> doing a podcast with one of my friends for... Our listening pleasure and I'm certain nobody else's um, so fuck all of this um, there are more than one type of Stroopwafel Connor there's caramel there's what? honey there's what? vanilla there's no. chocolate there no. are... yeah like I said two years ago I bought a variety pack of Stroopwafels there are so many different varieties of them what kind of Stroopwafels are you having like are, are, is it just is it just one is it traditional are, yeah. are you a Stroop waffle nope. factory like yep. you know when you walk into Dairy Queen now and you get the smell of the of the toasted malt when they're making the fresh waffle cones. Do you have one of those like pizzelle presses where you're making <sighs> Stroop waffles in house at your ice cream shop is it Connor's ice cream shop and Stroop fucking I don't know what the name for house in that dialect is who's it's. I don't fucking know. Stroop house? Stroop, Stroop house. Stroop house. Connor's ice cream. Stroop house. <laughs> uh, not a BDSM podcast. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I think so. Yes. N- now that I know how deep the stri- I thought, listen, you said strip waffle, ice cream, strip waffle, ice cream sandwich. And I thought that is as deep as it goes. But no, it turns out there are varieties of waffle. I did not even know this. This is a revelation. I'm going to name this ice cream shop waffle by default. And I will offer all of my ice creams without waffle in them. But you need to specifically request no waffle in the ice cream. Every flavor will be something that you can put into a waffle, And you can get the waffle with that flavor. You can get the ice cream without the flavor. Or you can get the ice cream with the waffle flavor in it. And if you want the not stroop waffle, I have to instruct all of my employees to pout at you. If you say, "But could I get that without the streu waffle inside of it, please?" It's like the the opposite of
0: um, like whenever you tip at that one place, and they all have to be like, "Oh, thank you." They're just they're just like, oh, "Can I have it without?" No, leave. Oh, we don't serve your kind here. You don't like stroop waffle? Oh
1: man. Okay. We, we've just, got we've got so, we've got so much. Just, kind, it's of just kind of bummed. It's Just gonna to go to waste. You know, you could Why get you... ice cream without stroopwafel somewhere it, else if you wanted. It doesn't.
0: It doesn't cost any extra. It's it, the it, same. It comes
1: by default. It's, we we love stroopwafel here. Yeah, something like that. And yes, the stroopwafels will be made live. Right in front of you. You will smell the stroopwafel when you enter the store.
0: That's the best. That's the best part. Like sometimes I walk into Dairy Queen just to sniff. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And so uh, while I'm running my Stroopwaffle business downtown, what are you doing on the other side of the tracks? Vanilla. Evan <laughs> Evan, that's that can't be allowed. You can't you can't Do you have any idea how hard it is to have a fresh new take on vanilla ice cream? Yes, I do. What are you gonna That's do what, what are, how are you gonna make this happen
0: i'm not it's a joke oh it's just because i'm it's because i'm white uh <laughs> so uh did you know that i bought an ice cream machine no yeah so i was at the i was at the beach or i was going to the beach with um Moynihan, and we stopped at savers and there was a i don't know 80 to 120 dollar ice cream machine for 20 bucks i'm like. I don't need that, but I'm going to buy it. (laughs) So I have actually made ice cream several times with it. I've done like the egg custard base, which is rich and delicious. I've done just fucking heavy cream and a can of sweetened condensed milk, which is also delicious. Um, Mm. Really can't go wrong. At the end of the day, it is ice cream. But I messed around with a bunch of different flavors one time, and it's not perfect for me. Because I am, for whatever reason, with my bev- my beverages, I am very lame. I think it's because I've just drank like nothing but water exclusively for like ten years, um, more or less. Because I had that giant um, Svedka handle from you that I used as a water bottle, and everyone's like, "Are you drinking on the job right now?" <laughs> I am like, "No, it's just water that is apparently covered in mold." I didn't learn until like fucking five years later. So glad no I am still
1: kicking. No wonder it was so tasty. Oh yeah, delicious.
0: Hey, you know, as Jodger used to say, that's that's Polish penicillin. <laughs> um, but I I've um, I don't really like coffee and tea with stuff in it. Like when people put like honey, sugar, um, creamer, I'm like, why? Just give it to me black. I just I want to taste the leaves. I want to taste the beans. Can't really taste any difference at the end of it. I drink my decaf coffee. It is Walmart instant. Um, it's those little crystals that just dissolve in hot water because i am apparently my grandparents uh, because that's what they do too but Dude. i don't give a shit i have a a less refined palate and i'm better for it because <laughs> i'm not unhappy i don't have to be right. a snob and spend 13 dollars. i can spend three and be like this is great this is wonderful Man, but i'm getting off track so pay attention Stop thinking about how much you hate me.
1: <laughs> I just I just want you to love you the way I do. That's all. Somebody who puts crystals of Walmart decaf into boiling water and says, "This is what I deserve." You just you're a human being with inherent yeah. dignity. I enjoy it. It tastes good. You
0: I have I have I have decaf beans from the from the co-op up the road. And they are delicious and good. That's that's. But that's... also, I am as satisfied with them as I am with my little crystals. Okay. I I don't like. I don't think it's. I don't think. It's not. I'm not self flagellating. I'm. Ju- mm. I just have bad taste buds. I got COVID. What can I say?
1: I guess, man. I don't know. It
0: it, it fucked me up. I can't breathe, and apparently, I like all kinds of coffee now.
1: <laughs> Side effects of COVID may include. <laughs> Oh, consult your physician before you get struck with the pandemic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Getting back onto the topic. So I've messed around with a bunch of different flavors. Um, And one of the flavors that I made, um, I call uh, Beatrice because it is named after a character in the um, visual novel Umineko um, it's really good. I've recommended it to you. Um, it's a an, basically an eight-book series that Mike tricked me into reading, mm. and now I'm reading the eighth book with him simultaneously. It's it's very good. It's it's a hell of a mystery novel. Um, but one of the characters is a witch named Beatrice, and um, with the fucking Japanese voice actors, they refer to her as Beatrice. So that's why it's called Beatrice. And her favorite things are black tea with um milk and uh cookies so i made um an ice cream with um in with the i went to the asian grocer and i got um milk tea packets so i added those um and i got a bunch of um shortbread cookies and i broke those up into it and i whipped that up into a nice little little ice cream and um i think that would be my signature because it's anime and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a loser
1: uh, I will tell you the relief that I'm experiencing is probably as delicious as that ice cream because I thought we were coming full circle and you were going to say my flavor of ice cream is bad coffee from Walmart I thought you were oh, going to wind up with uh, it'll have great big crystal sugar chunks of the terrible coffee that you have to swirl around in your mouth to turn it into coffee while you're eating your ice cream so no. this 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 tea ice cream sounds really good, doubly so by comparison.
0: Well, here's the thing. The, que- the question wasn't if you owned a failing ice cream shop. <laughs> if I owned a failing ice cream shop, the answer would be vanilla because you can't fucking do anything with vanilla.
1: <laughs> you know, vanilla is a good flavor. Vanilla oh, is strong, a, but you can't get I'm
0: big- known for vanilla. I'm basic. Like I love a vanilla soft serve, and what, and like not even a waffle cone. You know, like the the kid waffle cones that are like rectangular and are like styrofoam. They they taste they taste like Jesus before before the host. I guess they taste like Jesus because when I eat Jesus, he, he ha- the host has been transmuted into him.
1: Yeah, Jesus. But yeah, tastes those, tastes those like waffle ice cream cones that taste like Jesus. Yeah. I
0: love I love a vanilla soft serve in that. Especially when it when it's at the beach and it
1: melts, and then you just got like a little sweet milk at the bottom. Mm. Well, yeah, I, I I I like where you're going with this. I think that this works, uh, and I'm glad I'm glad this time that instead of thinking, oh well, I would be throwing up Jello, you thought, well, this is an ice cream business that has some legs. I can make a I can make a profit. Sure, let's come up with an ice cream that works. Oh yeah.
0: Well, I I think the current iteration of myself would want to succeed in a uh, ice cream based venture. I don't think that the person I am now would want to win a fucking eating competition. Like the 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 eating competition that I have nightly is like, hey, can you can you like eat something? Please? Hey, can <laughs> you go eat something, please? It's three. You haven't eaten, and it's three
1: o'clock, Ev well but wouldn't you wouldn't you love to be able to say to yourself yeah but I had eight tons of jello in the last three weeks so maybe I can take tonight off no but I'm sure the t-shirt would say that <laughs> uh yeah I'm glad I'm glad that you've come up with an ice cream flavor that won't get you laughed at by your fellow ice cream makers the way that a jello eater would get thrown out of any group full of competitive eaters would you can't shame me dude I told you my shame is dead I guess, you know, honestly, I just don't think that you would consider losing at competitive eating flavor to be a shameful thing the way that I do. I think that you would hold your head up high and be like, yeah, Joey Chestnut. Yeah, sure. You can eat a bunch of hot dogs. What good is that?
0: Yeah, I mean. All right. Cards on the table. If you if you were invited to eat at the Nathan's 4th of July hot dog eating contest, would you?
1: Absolutely. 100%. One hundred percent. How did this say, happen? How was I invited here? I need, I, like, I'll, I'll go undercover just to find out how I earned this this request. Who is going to let me eat competitively at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest? It, like, it makes
0: me it makes me think of that that post online where it's like, hey, can we just have a normal guy at the Olympics just just so we can have a, a barometer? I like, would love yeah, to be I the would, normal guy at the Olympics too. Right? Uh, like, I just like. I would love the fucking dirty looks that I would get at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest (laughs) when I pulled out my Gildan's Brown Spicy Mustard and took the time to put Brown Spicy Mustard on my hot dog. It's like, hey, I get to fucking enjoy this.
1: (laughs) See, I think think we would both make, side by side, we would make excellent normal guy at hot dog eating competition because I would try and fail (laughs) colorfully. Where you would just enjoy perhaps two and a half hot dogs. I would cram mm, Oh, maybe I could fire three. three. I could fire three. Yeah, probably. I think I'd probably get a little bit ahead of myself and get maybe three hot dogs down just way too fast and spend the next, I don't know how long those things go, f- five minutes? Uh, that whole know, time just that having violent hot dog convulsions.
0: How long, Nathan, hot dog contest? Google. Holy shit. It's 10 minutes. Hey. 10 minutes to eat as many hot dogs and buns as possible. I tell you, man, they're oh, athletes.
1: Man. Yeah. like This is a physical competition with people at you, the height of their game. Is there any pleasure within
0: those 10 minutes? Like, is that first hot dog at least enjoyable? Or is it just like, here's more of what's to come?
1: I think, you know, I would imagine that eating at the hot dog competition is not pleasant at all. I think that it's a lot of work, a lot of effort. It's what you've trained for. I think that mm-hmm. those folks probably enjoy like their evening meal like the next day in the same way that Usain Bolt might enjoy a nice leisurely jog with nowhere to get in any particular time structure or, you know, a competitive soccer player just like juggling around like for fun. I, I think okay. that the actual competition itself is probably pretty intense, like job well done kind of enjoyment more than like the pleasure of eating a hot dog.
0: Okay. Before we go, because um, we should wrap this up before we're grading on each other, let alone the two people who are listening. Um, what do you dipping your hot dogs in? 'Cause you gotta dip. If you're taking it seriously, all, all the M MFers dip, man. They all what dip what are you dipping? You doing lemonade, you doing straight water, you do you do you jazz up and being a Dr. Pepper kind of guy.
1: You know, I'm thinking like a slightly vinegared water just to give it a little extra like a salt and vinegar chip kind of something something to it. Uh, I think-
0: for some reason I was guessing you were gonna say Gatorade so you could like perform better, no. get them electrolytes in you.
1: Evan, this is this is me. What trying athletes What, Athletes drink fucking
0: Powerade. They they are do. You, are you not a
1: true athlete, Connor?
0: I'm no, not. you're just a
1: fucking dude gorging I, yourself. That's giving right. into the sin of gluttony. I'm just a man, Evan. I don't I don't deserve to be here. Who invited me? Are you just here to laugh at me? I don't deserve it. But I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it still. Yeah. No, no, but seriously, um, but i sorry. Won't, sorry, I won't, sorry for cutting you off. Will not what, dip what into Gatorade. Dipping? Not into Gatorade. I don't want blue hot dogs. Just like slightly vinegar solution. Just a little like I feel like that's that feels you can sort of imagine that's something you would do on purpose instead of just giving yourself a competitive edge.
0: All right. Well, I think this has been a totally fruitless uh use of uh everybody's time who is not ours, but I'm really glad that you took a, an hour out of your day to chat with me about some stupid bullshit
1: as as we say on this podcast, exactly fifty percent of us love yeah. me some bullshit.
0: I tolerate me some bullshit, so <laughs> i think I think seventy five percent of us love me some bullshit
1: yep on average. <laughs> Hell yeah. One and a half podcasts out of two agree. Bullshit. Excellent.
0: All right. Um, So for all two people listening to us, if you want to have parasocial relationships with us, we don't have any social media or emails. So sorry. Hey, gang. Future Evan here. Uh, So I lied in the past. We do have social media and stuff. Um, If you want your own questions answered, you can send them to LemonAnswers at gmail.com. That's LemonAnswers at gmail.com. Um, if you want to connect with us on social media, we have TikTok and Instagram. Both handles are the answer is a lemon. Um, so yeah, if you enjoy the podcast, uh, I can't thank you enough for your time. I don't know why you, li- I mean, I do know why you listened. We're very funny, but thank you so much. Um, if you want to help us out, you can uh, leave a five star review on iTunes. Leave a nice little review, say kind things, um, but more importantly, just share it around. Let people you know um, who might want to listen to it. Check it out, but otherwise, uh, be well. Uh, See you in the next one. Bye. Have a great day. Love you, Connor. Bye. Bye.